0: Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit C3SWWA.com. Let's give it up. Misty, fantastic word. Abby, fantastic word. This has been such a fun series. Not because I I get to stand up here. It's not always my favorite thing to do, but to hear from so many voices, Trish, Steve, uh, Val, Rowena. Did not you speak in this? No, but you spoke in June on Father's Day. That was good, too. But to hear so many voices, um, just bring the word, and to get to know people a little better. So thank you, Misty, for sharing. Um, So my character that I picked for this morning is Caleb. So I pick Caleb because I'm the kind of guy that is not really a Caleb, okay? I'm the kind of guy who lets my own thoughts, my own head, my own analysis, my own um, desire for a good risk assessment get in the way of God's promises. And I'm not just, so, so the story of Caleb, and we'll get into it, is a story about like a mount, like take the mountaintop kind of promise, okay? We have those. You may have one of those in your life. I have a lot of God's promises that are more, um, I wrote the word down. I don't even know if I can read my own handwriting because I wrote it down this word. A little more subtle. Some of these promises that we find in the Bible that are a little more subtle, you know, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Those are the promises that I let my own mind get in the way of and why I chose to speak about Caleb this morning. So let me set up Caleb a little bit. Who is Caleb? Where does he come from? Well, Caleb um, comes to us. We meet Caleb while the Israelites were wandering around, not wandering yet, well, they were kind of wandering They were walking around in the wilderness. So Steve um, preached a fantastic message a few weeks ago on Moses. So we know the story, right? Moses gets called by God, given a promise. Take these people to the land overflowing with milk and honey. Okay? So then Moses goes to Pharaoh. Pharaoh says no. Then Pharaoh says yes. Then Pharaoh says no. And Moses says, okay, we're going to do like 10 plagues. And then Pharaoh finally says, okay, go. So they go and they start walking. And then Pharaoh says, no, and then he starts coming after them, and then they keep walking, and then they get to the point where they're up against the Red Sea, and they're like, oh, no, they're going to kill us now, Pharaoh's coming, and Moses is like, no, 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 God's got us, he, you know, God parts the waters, Israelites make their way through, and then uh, some other stuff happens, and I didn't study at all for my notes, but refer back to Steve, and then we're going to find Caleb. Because then we get to the point where God says to Moses, this is the point where you're going to send some spies into the promised land to seek out that which I've promised for you guys. So Moses selects 10 spies, 10 guys to go do a survey, one from each tribe. And we meet Caleb from the tribe of Judah that's where, he, that's where Moses selects him from. That's where we get introduced to Caleb in the Bible. So Moses gets all the 12 spies together, and he's like, okay, guys, God gave us a promise, so now we're going to have a little leadership team huddle, and we're going to have, um, let, let me call it, like, a little exercise in strategic corporate communication, <laughs> okay? So Moses gets the guys together and he's like, look, you're going to go into the land overflowing with milk and honey that God promised us. And remember, it's overflowing with milk and honey, milk and honey. You're going to go in. Also, it's like grape growing season. The grapes are really big. So I need you to bring back some of the splendor of the land because you're going to come back to the people and you're going to tell them how good it is. You're going to tell them We can do this, right? Okay, so he was having a little pep talk. (laughs) Moses was like leading his leaders. They were selected as leaders of their tribes, guys. So they go in to Canaan, the promised land. Forty days, they wander around. They get some grapes, and then they come back. And, well, I had a colleague that I used to work with, Um, not Joe, my current job, okay, But prior life, prior life, where people on the team didn't really do what they were supposed to be doing. And we would look at each other, be like, Alicia, ugh, some people's kids. Some people's kids, whoo, because they're not doing what you want them to do. So they come back to Moses. They come back to the people. And the ten spies are like, whoo, can't do it. There are giants. There are giants in the land. There's fortresses. We can't overtake. No, can't do it. And this is where we meet Caleb. So Caleb's first character trait, character trait I've got to grasp onto, is that Caleb was confident. Caleb wasn't confident in himself. That's not what we read in the scripture, okay? There was no arrogance to Caleb's confidence. Caleb was confident in God's promise. This was a mountaintop promise for Caleb, okay? But we all have other promises that are more subtle, that we can be confident in the God who called us will be the God who will deliver us, who will be the God that will provide. 10 guys complaining, not complaining, they're like scared, they're rallying up the people to do the opposite of like the pre-team huddle, what you're supposed to be doing. Um, And Caleb says in Numbers 13.30, but Caleb quieted, but Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are well able to overcome it. Yeah. Caleb was confident in the promise. Think about it. They've been coming out of Egypt probably about two weeks now, perhaps. Oh, I'm oh oh, worship teams up. Don't worry. I didn't even work on my second point because I figured I would go over on my first. So we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Um, now I got to just find my find my bullet point, guys. Give me a second. Okay, so maybe you know they've been um, out of Egypt for a couple weeks now. Some color- scholars put it at, and Caleb's like, no, guys, really think about what just happened. The waters parted, people. They parted, okay? And you don't think that we can go in and take the land that God promised Moses in a burning bush? (laughs) Like, miracles have happened, and this is our opportunity. But the... The ten spies were like, <laughs> but we're grasshoppers. We're just grasshoppers. They're just gonna, they're just gonna step on us and crunch us like a good cicada, right? And I get it. I get it. I, um, I'm an economist by my academic undergrad degree. Okay, so I love a good spreadsheet. I love a good analysis. If I was looking through Canaan land and part of that survey, I'd probably have already found the second derivative of the first derivative of the function of battle. Okay, that's the point. Where's, like, optimum efficiency? It's where the curve turns, okay? So there's some kids probably working on that in school. It's like, that's the spot I want to be. But guess what? It wouldn't have been 40 days. I would have been, like, 140 days to count all the giants and then be like, how many men does it take to kill one giant? And then, right? So it's like analysis paralysis can talk myself out of it so easy. But Caleb, he doubled down. And we see Caleb doubling down in the next chapter. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephuneph, or something like that, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, the land which we passed through to spy it out, it is exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bread for us. Their protection is removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Caleb doubled down. Caleb doubled down. And through that double down, God had a new promise for Caleb. God said, (laughs) Israelites, you thought two weeks was bad in the desert? Let's try 40 years. One year for each day, you were spying out Canaan. But Joshua and Caleb, who believed the promise, who preached for the promise, who tried to get the people on board with the promise you're going to see Canaan land. You're going to see Canaan land. So that brings us to my second point. And I will land this ship so quickly. I guess I'll dock it. (laughs) Caleb, Caleb had perseverance. Caleb had perseverance. Not only was Caleb and the Israelites, Joshua and Moses, in the wilderness wandering for 40 years, once they started to take the promise, it was another five. Another five years of battle, okay? That's perseverance. We've got promises. Our families have got promises. Perseverance comes with the promise sometimes. So, I'm gonna say there's some promises and I'm very glad it did not take me and Caitlin 45 years to get pregnant. There's some promises, there's some perseverance that has to come with it. So, I think you guys would stand with me. I just wanna pray. Um, on this gathering, this group of people, friends and family, um, before we enter into worship, that we would um, take these character traits from today, that we would grab a hold of them, that we'd uh, meditate on them, that we'd take steps forward in be- becoming better people better people because of them, that we'd internalize them. So God, we come to you today and we thank you for these examples in the Bible. We thank you for the words that were shared, God. We thank you, God, for the promises that you've put on our lives, on our church's lives, on our families' lives. And God, we pray, we pray a prayer of confidence, God, not in ourselves, Lord but confidence in you, confidence in your work, confidence that you have the follow-through, Lord, that you will deliver, that you will provide. God, we pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.